Hey everybody, this is Florence Bremer. I've been playing Beyonce as my opening for the last couple of weeks because I'm hoping to get tickets for her coming to Phoenix. This is Florence Brummer of the Bonafide Legal Podcast. I've lived in Phoenix since 1999. Before that, I lived in Chicago and was born and raised in the suburbs of Chicago. I'm a mother, wife, grandmother, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed, fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer since 1999, and throughout my practice, I struggled day by day to find balance between work and life. And that's what this podcast is about. So I have a couple of updates, and thank you to the people who have reached out to me about my brother. As I announced in the last podcast, he was diagnosed with lung cancer. We have more information. It's um, not great, but hopeful. So the cancer has spread to his brain. Um, but it's been caught early, so that's the good news. They also can treat it with uh, radiation, just like they'll be treating the lung cancer. So he starts his radiation on Tuesday. We were able to get a lot more information in the last two weeks. So he's going to be doing a combo of radiation, chemotherapy, immunotherapy. I'm not even sure if I'm saying the right one correctly, but the last one is like an infusion um, that is usually for stage four cancer people, which he is one because it has spread to his brain. Last, um, I talked to you, it was considered stage three, but, um, they started treating with this, these infusions to stage three. And so we thought we were going to be able to get that for him, even though he was stage three, but I mean, he's stage four, so that's happening anyways. So lots of doctor's appointments in the next um, several weeks. He'll start radiation. He'll go every day. He's having a full body PET scan this week, and then we should know more. But at this point, we actually, I feel no quite a bit. Like we met with um, one of the oncologists. Um, it's been three oncologists. We've met with the second. There's still a third appointment coming up. So it's been a lot of information and hopefulness. Like the oncologists are like, hey, we can treat this. So that's been very good news. Um, so I'll keep you posted as, as I find out things. So um, it's been two weeks since I talked to you. I do these podcasts every two weeks. So what have I been doing in the last two weeks? So of course, things with my brother, a ton of that. And then the week of the six, I was bombarded with court. I had a trial on Monday. I had a ton of meetings on Tuesday. Um, I had meetings on Wednesday. And then I had an all day settlement conference slash mediation on Thursday. And it was nuts because I had hearings like scattered throughout the settlement conference. So I would jump off and then jump back on. It was, everything was by Zoom, so I was just jumping around. It was 
um, a little bit crazy, like an exhausting, exhausting day. I was supposed to go to like a pre-Super Bowl party at this law firm, and then I couldn't make it because I just ended up working super late. And then Friday, I had more hearings, and um, the court was having technical difficulties, so I had to bump a personal appointment because the court rescheduled during my personal appointment. So there's been a lot of that lately. I cannot get my own stuff done because of court. So that week was crazy. And then the, the weekend was the Super Bowl. And I sort of decided I'm not watching the Super Bowl anymore after the Super Bowl. I'm taking some time off. It's, it, we had fun. You know, we just, it was just the people in my household. And I set up a nacho bar, which was actually super fun. I love setting up bars of food like this. So like a baked potato bar or um, the nacho bar was good, but you could do it with tacos. You could do a quesadilla bar, just different ones. The nacho bar was pretty easy. Just everybody piled up their own plates with all the toppings I had out and then just microwaved it for like a minute <laughs> and it made the cheese all melty and good. And I made like a really delicious guacamole and it was uh, fun. Um, but I just thought, you know, I looked out my back window, which has the, a very good view of the street that runs kind of side back behind my house. And it, people drive up and down all day long. And as I looked at it through the Super Bowl, it was completely black. Nobody was driving on it. And I thought, you know, next year I'm at a minimum going to a movie, which I always used to do. But I think I might even travel during that weekend or something next weekend or next year. I'll keep you posted. I'm not going to waste no crowds again to sit home and watch the Super Bowl, which I really don't care about. This year, the Super Bowl was in Phoenix, so I was kind of hiding out that weekend. We had a weekend where it was Super Bowl weekend and the Phoenix Waste Management, which is the humongous golf tournament every year, all on the same weekend. So lots of people in Arizona just hid out in their houses because it was crazy. But, you know, I went out the Saturday before, went and had lunch with my daughter and ran a few errands. And it actually was nice because what we went and did was away from the football stadium and away from where the golf tournament was. So it was relatively uncrowded. It was really nice. We had like this really, really fun lunch. We went to a movie on Friday night. We saw Knock at the Cabin. It was okay crowded, but not Friday night crowded. So um, it wasn't as bad as I thought, really. But I'm not going to waste Super Bowl Sunday next year. I'm going to figure out something to do. So then the next week, um, week after the Super Bowl, Friday or uh, Monday morning, which I hate when this happens. Monday morning, I had hearings like immediately at 930. So the rest of the world, I noticed the parking lot at my office was empty on Super Bowl Monday, which I'll call it. I don't even know if it's officially called it that, but I'm calling it that. It was empty. There was not people at work on that Monday. But I had a hearing first thing. So I had to do that. And then that took some time. And then I had a, another hearing after that. And so um, it just stunk. Like 
you know, the rest of the world is off. It's a day I could have been catching up or whatever, and I couldn't. Then I had court again Tuesday, which I thought was going to be a super short hearing, which wasn't. And then the rest of the week, I had like meetings scattered throughout, and it was okay. You know, on Friday, I had put an X through that day because I had so much court. I said, I'm not scheduling any meetings on this day because I don't have any court this day. So I'm going to make it a day to catch up instead. And I consider this a blessing is my brother needed me to go to the doctor with him or wanted me to go to the doctor with him. So I was able to drive him all around. We actually stopped in between his two appointments and had some lunch. He felt so much better after eating lunch. And I spent hours with them because we went to one doctor appointment and the doctor said, let's get you in for a planning scan today and said, I can make it, you know, in a few hours. Can you do it? And I'm like, yes, I can do it. I can take you guys. So I took him and, um, you know, his significant other was with us. And so, you know, the three of us just spent the day together and they kept thanking me for what a nice day it was, which made me really sad. But I think it was nice for them in the sense that they didn't have to worry about directions or anything. That's one thing I'm good for is I can get you to where you need to be, especially in Arizona. <laughs> I've driven around so much for court and for other things that I kind of know my way around. And even if the GPS is uh, misleading me, I'll kind of know if it's misleading me. So um, this weekend, it's the weekend um, and of President's Day, and been pretty quiet. Although I did have a weird thing happen that um, I wanted to talk about and give some tips about. So on Saturday morning, I'm um, just, you know, hanging out, have my laptop, have my stack of books, just kind of reading and stuff. And I get this email that from Ticketmaster thanking me for my ticket purchase. And I haven't purchased anything. So I go on to Ticketmaster. I see someone has purchased Blackhawk tickets. I change my password on Ticketmaster. I delete um, any payment sources that are in the app. And uh, what's weird is that I don't think any payment has come through any of my credit cards. So I don't know how these tickets were purchased, but something appears to be purchased. And then I contacted Ticketmaster. And while I'm doing that, on my email, like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of emails are coming through. And it's an email address that I've had for like 25 years. And it's all these emails that seem to be written maybe in Chinese or Japanese, I can't tell, maybe Russian for some of them, a ton of other different languages, um, not American. And then some English um, were in there too, but definitely things I did not inquire about. I've never heard of. It was, you know, thanking me for signing up for newsletters. So I'm trying to figure out how do you stop this? And there's not really an easy way. Basically what I had to do was go in and um, first of all, I took this email off of my phone because I could not stand that it was just dinging. It was like ding, 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 ding. And just thousands were coming through. And I said, if I'm going to continue to use this email, it's not going to be on my phone because it's going to completely stress me out. 
So I switched it over to my phone has my work email and it has my personal email. And this is a personal email that I use for shopping and stuff. This is the one that went crazy. But I have another personal email for that. So I switched that one to my phone. And I'm going to try to remember this part is that when I am doing shopping to maybe switch to the other one and maybe phase out of this old email, which by the way, I get laughed at for quite a bit. So I'm sure you can guess what the at whatever it is, is it's not at AOL, but it's, it's just as bad. So, um, all these emails are coming through. So I go through and I just start clicking on them and I go into, um, so instead of doing it on my phone or on my laptop, I physically log in to the service and I just start blocking the address for all of them that come through. And then finally it gets to the point where none are coming through. And I'm like, great, this is wonderful. And, um, you know, I looked for other tips. That's really sort of it. And unless you're just going to shut it down completely. So then I went into, um, took it off my, my phone. And yesterday evening, I went to an art showing of my friend, Elena Cohn. She's a very, very wonderful artist. She had these humongous paintings and I think it was probably 10 or 12 that she's been working on for a year and a half. And then she has had them illustrated. So if you buy a painting, you also get the illustration. So if you're interested in something like this, her name's Elena and then Cohn, K-O-H-N. It should be on her website. She had her first showing in Arizona and I just talked to her and she said it would be going to New York. Very, very beautiful, original, relaxing, looking at the paintings, relaxing paintings. And um, it was good. We brought my two-year-old grandson, and he was into it. He's pretty good at bringing to this stuff. He is. He likes to do stuff. And so we looked at the paintings, and he ate some grapes. There was some you know, fruit and some cheese. He had some cheese. We watched the illustrated, you went into a room and there was this illustrations where you could watch all the illustrations. So we did that and he was a very good boy. And then we went out to dinner and um, it was fine. We went to this place called Uncle Louie's in North Scottsdale and it was um, good, but I, I think I've been having bad luck on service. It took forever to get food. We were really hungry. I asked if we could have a basket of bread. Oh, sure. It'll, it's coming out. Um, you're going to get it uh, shortly. And they're like, oh, you're going to get it shortly. We finished our dinner. Our appetizers and our dinner came out at the same time. We finished our dinner and never got the bread. And when we left, I looked at every table in the restaurant and all of them had a basket of bread. <laughs> Not that I totally 100% needed it, but by the time we got our food, we were pretty hungry. So it would have been nice to have. But otherwise, it was pretty good. And then we um, went to AJ's, which is kind of like a Trader Joe's, but a fancier grocery store. I don't think I've ever been in one before, but there was one in the same complex as the restaurant. So I we went in and, um, and bought like some really fun foods, and it was great. So um, I, the reason why we even went to this restaurant was because 
we were in Scottsdale for the art show and I actually had a gift certificate for the restaurant that I got from a silent auction. And I know I've said this tip before is I've, I go to silent auctions and a lot of times I'll get like the restaurant gift cards and it allows me to try new places and help contribute to a charity. So that's something I always do. Um, like it quite a bit. I love a silent auction. Like if there's a silent auction, I'm writing on the paper and, and um, trying to bid on stuff for sure. Okay. Um, so that was my, this is gonna be the shortest podcast ever, but that was what I had going on with my email. So today I got up and I thought, okay, yesterday it was all taken care of. I'm going to put the email address back on my phone. I put it on and a thousand emails come through. I should have checked it out. I should have logged in first, but I thought I had it figured out. So I went in and basically archived everything in my inbox that I wanted and then deleted my entire inbox. Now it seems to be back on track, but I'm going to wait a little bit before I put the email address back on my phone because I don't want that craziness to start happening again. So those are some tips. Um, so short of scrapping the entire email address and starting over again, you know, I was able to, I think, resolve it. We'll see. But what a pain in the butt. I looked um, online and just read a bunch of other people's um, comments about what they went through in similar situations. And um, that was really it. It's like short of scrapping the entire email address, you can go in and start blocking and um, deleting. And, and, and that's what I did. So that was the latest on that. I'm going to do a couple quick movie um, reviews. Because there's two movies that I saw in the last couple of weeks that I really liked. I'm going to start with the one that I liked less. And it was Knock at the Cabin, which was the M. Night Shyamalan movie. So this is the first movie not based on his materials. He um, adapted a book. And also not with the... Um, uh, like, so the surprise ending, the, you know, the twist at the end, it didn't have that. I guess he changed the ending of the book and I don't know how I haven't read an article that says how he changed it. Uh, maybe at some point I'll read the book. So I didn't want to spoil it for myself and it was pretty good. Like it was, um, it was fast paced. It was um, suspenseful and, um, interesting. Like it, it was, went at a fast clip and it was a good night out. Probably, I probably put it in like the top third of his movies because I have been burned a lot by M. Night Shyamalan. You know, you have The Sixth Sense, one of the all-time greatest movies, a movie that I will put in the perfect category. There's not many of those. But M. Night Shyamalan's Sixth Sense is perfect. And then there's ones, I mean, that one might just, I think that one stands alone. 
But then there's um, Unbreakable, which is, I think, meh. Uh, Glass, which I think is meh. You know, I know he tied them all and tried to almost start like his own superhero franchise, but that never did it for me. Um, I really liked The Visit, which is two kids going to visit their grandparents. And um, it's absurd, like the ending is absurd, but it's more fun than a whole lot of his other movies. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones, but in any event, I've gone to many of his movies and have been very disappointed in them. Um, I'm trying to think of that one with the... There was the alien ones. I mean, that one was weird. I can't even think of the name of it. And then there was the village, and that movie was pretty weird, too. You know, he's very good at storytelling, and I think in the effort to have that twist, to have that sixth sense twist, which we you can never recreate, we've gotten a lot of silly endings. I saw um, Old, you know, the movie that came out last summer. That movie was absurd. So just a lot of times I've been burned by this guy. A movie that came and went, and I really had a good time watching this movie. It was called Fear. There was no horror movies that had been out for a while. And then I saw a fear pop up and I thought I'm going to go see it. And my oldest daughter has been available like on Friday nights <laughs> to go see movies. So her and I have been trying to go see a movie when we can. And we went to the movies, and my youngest daughter came with us, too. There were two other people in the movie theater besides us. It came out, like, the week or two before, and it was already gone. It was playing one showing. I guess no one went and saw it. But I went, and I thought, this is a predictor of how terrible this movie is going to be. And I ended up really liking it. It was a group of friends who are going to stay, they basically rented out a whole, whole hotel for a couple of nights, and it's taking place presumably during COVID, although I'm trying to remember if they ever said COVID. And then there's some, I don't even want, I don't even want to spoil it, because I feel like this is a movie that people will enjoy. It had some legitimately scary parts that I think um, people would like. Um, it had it had like a, a twist that was fun, but you could also see it coming from miles away. So it wasn't like it was this whole giant setup for a twist and then the twist didn't do it for you. But it was just like a kind of a teeny part of the story. And then it gets revealed at the end. And I liked it. And it was about fears that people have and those fears manifesting physically. So I enjoyed this movie. Um, my two daughters enjoyed it. I feel like it'll be streaming really soon because it was it came and went from the movies. So if you have a chance to see it on something, I would highly recommend it. I'm still working my way through the movie Tar with Kate Blanchett. I'm a little bit more than halfway through it. But I've gone through a couple of weeks where I haven't had a whole lot of time. So hopefully when I come back next week, I will have some more updates and some more tips 
and I'm actually going to be going to New Orleans for a conference for a couple of days so I'm sure I'll have an update about that as well as telling you um, what I did during that time to like keep up to date on work. All right, I will talk to you in a couple of weeks. Take care. And you can find the podcast on Patreon, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Bye-bye. My daddy Alabama, mama Louisiana. You mix that Negro with that Creole, make a Texas Bama. I'm a star, I'm a